Hi, this is Alyssa, and I'm calling in from Maine. And this is Revel, and I'm in Southern California. And you're, you're listening, listening to, to Rockin' Radio. I was listening to Bo last night. He was editing show number nine. We sound so strange. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you say that? <laughs> well, there's one part where, where you ended your sentence and so, and I, I called you, I said, so, and I, I was so straight, I was like, okay, I'm playing a straight man <laughs> here or something. <laughs> and I guess I just needed to laugh because the both of us almost fell out of our chairs laughing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the funnest show I get to do. I've, I've, I've worked with comedians who are not as funny as you and I together. <laughs> well, I think we're, you know, it's fun that we just get to talk about our life and what we're doing. And I mean, those are the funnest shows for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, when we first started, we were doing, okay, so we have to talk about. Right. And we had everything so planned. Right. Now we right. come on, and first thing we say, so what are we going to talk about? I don't know. You right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we kind of figure we'll talk about uh, purification or detox, as some people call it. I, I've always called it purification. This mm-hmm. is what my teacher called it. Yeah. And uh, as many people, especially on Raw Food Talk Board, know, I've been going through one for a few days. And it's basically one of the simple ones. I don't mm-hmm. call things cold. I have yeah. a cold because, I mean, look at the word. Mm. Where, where, where did they name this thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bunch of symptoms, and they call it a temperature. All right. <laughs> like, well, what's going on with you? Oh, well, I went through the headache, the sinus running, sneezing. Oh, major sneezing. Mm. And uh, let me see, headache, sinuses, major sore throat. But it was on the other side, you know, the, as as I was starting, it was all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think it was Sunday was the worst day. Mm. And people say, well, you need lots of rest. Well, you need to rest, but you also need to move. Yeah. Because if you don't move, then your lymph isn't flowing. Right. And people say, well, you, you know, you should really, really, really rest. No, you got you got to move. You got to get mm-hmm. up and move and move consciously. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday, I felt good enough. And I didn't care if I was feel, felt good enough or not. I would have gone to class Monday night, mm. uh, even if I had to have Bo drive me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Bo was in bed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and so he's doing a lot of coughing today. But now, I feel what, great. So what brought this? Did something bring this on? or we? Oh, honey, it's called Crimes Against Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a new one for you folks. <laughs> when you screw up, you did not fall off any wagons. You create. You committed a crime against wisdom. You knew better, and you did it anyway. Yeah. But you know the, the, what you do. <laughs> Come on, fess up. What you do? We want to hear the dirt. <laughs> Why people? People need to know I'm human. <laughs> so yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're still in our guts here on rock, uh, rock and radio. So <laughs> pizza. Oh boy, that'll oh, yeah. do it. Oh my oh, god, yeah. the worst things I can possibly eat. And yeah, I, I've all known the cheese, this. All the dairy. Exactly. Dairy and wheat. The worst yeah. the, the worst things. Yeah, and, you know, you add all the salt. 
mm-hmm. and um, whatever else they put in that stuff to make you want more of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we went out for dinner with some people in um, uh, San Diego. Mm. And I figured I could probably get away with a salad. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they brought out these pizzas that were humongous. Oh. They were humongous. I mean, we ordered a large. I don't know why. Between the two of us, we ordered a large. <laughs> but it was it was such a thin crust. Yeah. And all it was was veggies and cheese, basically, with this very thin crust. And boy, we pigged out. Oh, wow. The oh, my cheese God. is what... I mean, when I... Years and years ago, when I was um, at the beginning, when I was going off and on raw, it was the cheese that killed me more mm-hmm. than anything else. I mean, I would just, I, I just remember, I mean, it, I would be stuffed up and I would, oh, it just, it, that was the worst to me. Yeah, and what do you do? You tell yourself it's okay. You can, you can, do, you can handle this. Right. Just it's all in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, they, the people try to make the law of attraction work for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's what I talk, you know, I think we talked about this in another show that I used to say to myself, all right, when I was first going off and on, I wanted to be able to go out and be social, and I would say, all right, this, this must be in my head, because everyone else can do this. I mean, everyone else eats cooked food, and they're fine, and... um and certain things would obviously be worse than others. I mean, if I had some steamed veggies, it wouldn't be as bad as dairy. But whenever I went off raw food, man, I felt it. I mean, I that's why eventually I just had to say, okay, I'm kidding myself. Yes. Whether it's, you know, mind over matter, I mean, my belief system obviously isn't strong enough to say that I can do this. Because right <laughs> now I can't. I can't conquer it. <laughs> no, me neither, and I don't want to. I mean, and yeah. I love pizza. Yeah. There's no question. And you know what? Before I went raw, I didn't, I didn't really, I hardly ever ate the stuff. Mm. But uh, as soon as it started, I knew. And I, mm. I just started getting back and making some pate. So I, I, I'm doing what I tell others to do. Yeah. And it's have stuff available. So I made a couple pates. Yes. And this is the time we were, we've talked about, excuse me, I'm going to belch. <laughs> 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 We've talked about uh, fasting. Yeah. And this is the time to fast when you're going through something like this. Right. Because, first of all, I am not. I wasn't all that hungry. Yeah. And so it was very, very easy. There was no putting my body through anything. It's saying, don't feed me. I need to eliminate. Mm-hmm. And this is the way to do it. This is the time to do it. Yeah. And that's what we've talked about, you know, when you and I, Revel, have said, listen to your body. People say, what do you mean, listen to my body? But that's that's what we mean by listen to your body. <laughs> yeah, if turn, you're up your hungry, <laughs> turn, uh, turn up your hearing aid. Turn up your hearing aid. You know, if you're not hungry, don't eat. Don't uh-huh. force yourself to, even if it's raw food. I mean, maybe your body's going through something where it needs to fast. It needs a resting period, especially when, you, when you're sick. Yeah, well, what's really interesting is... People will say, I don't know what that means. And they're so used to stuffing themselves mm-hmm. yeah. that when their body is saying, hey, I need a break, they're going, should, should, I, should I force myself? Right. Uh, they're not used to not eating. No, yeah, they're not used to not eating. And, yeah. and as we've said before, also, they go to extremes. They either stuff themselves mm-hmm. or they go on a fast. Right. And they don't listen to their body that says, "Hey, I'm full." Hello. Yeah, and even in, you know, even when I'm when I'm not sick, I, there are periods where 
I just feel like I need more food. And then there are periods all of a sudden for days, all of a sudden the next day I won't be hungry. Yeah. And I'll just make a smoothie, and then at night I'm barely hungry. I'll grab a piece of fruit, and it's okay. Your body goes through that. I'll sun for days. I just won't really feel like eating. Mm -hmm. But then I'm starving the next day, and a friend of mine goes through this, and she always says to me, well, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I was eating late. Now I'm starving. And I always say to her, so eat. Like, that's when she falls off raw food. And I always say to her, then eat. You've got to listen to your body. So what? You're hungry because you ate light for a few days, which is great. But if you want, now your body's telling you you need food. Don't try to think that you now you just have to continue eating light and starve yourself. You know, if your body's telling you you need to eat, then then make more food. Make a pate. Make other stuff, you know? Yeah, and, and a, something like a pate. Keep the ingredients on hand. Right. Like, I keep all my nuts in the freezer. Yeah. And I need a pate. Hey, what's it take to throw some nuts together with some lemon juice? Mm-hmm. As long, you know, just keep the stuff on hand so you yeah, can just make it. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Fudge. Five minutes. It takes longer to clean up after making the fudge. All right. Oh, Revel, I just made, like, the best chocolate. I guess it's a fudge. I called it chocolate, um, like a chocolate bar, but it's it's almost like a like a hard fudge. And you I you didn't steal my recipe, recipe, did you? No, I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have people stealing it. recipes now. <laughs> it's going to be in my next book. It's real. It's only like four ingredients, but it's so good. I made and I put them in little molds, and I made stars and hearts, and they look like little chocolate candies. Oh, which which means she's not going to tell us the, the four right. ingredients right now. Is that is, is that is that right? You know what a I witch! Know. I swear, she'll tell me though. I need to save some recipes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's tell all the recipes while well, while we're on the air here. <laughs> well, my fudge, my fudge recipe is already on the uh, forum. You just have to look for it. Yeah, and you I don't have think to. I've look never seen it. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, yeah. We went out. We went out for dinner Sunday when I was feeling like crap, mm. and. Uh, I did. Uh, I brought them the fudge, and and I w- I didn't. I just didn't feel like making anything, but I had the ingredients, and I wanted yeah. to bring something. You know, when you go out for dinner, yeah, something that I could eat. Plus, um, just like a hostess gift, they just moved into the house, so I made the fudge, and uh, she's sitting there going, "Oh my God, Rebel, this is out of it, out of the world." <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Some really good stuff takes uh, ten minutes, like you know, five minutes to make it. Oh yeah, those are the recipes I like the best. It's funny. You know, sometimes I'll make more of the gourmet recipes, and I'll eat a little bit, and then I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. It's it's the easy, quick ones that are my favorite that I can eat every day. Sure, yeah. sure. Why why make things difficult? And this is another yeah. thing we've brought up many times. Complicate yeah. your life. Yep, you got to keep it easy. And so, what do you use as a base for a smoothie? <laughs> for my smoothie? Yeah, somebody asked this on on the forum, and I'm like, uh, and I, I I had to play with her. I always use bananas. As a liquid? Oh, as a liquid. I either, well, I'm, right now I'm using a lot of coconut water. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, you can use anything, as you know. You can use water. You can use orange, orange juice. juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suggested celery juice. This is something different. Oh, wow. Uh, celery juice. But if you feel like going through the the process of juicing something right. else, I mean, yeah. I, I usually use a citrus juice. I usually use orange. Yeah, yeah. You can use any citrus or water. Or, I mean, I love the coconut oil. I mean, the coconut oil, the coconut water, because um, 
Especially if you can get them. And then I add pineapple. You can make like a pina colada or you can do bananas. And there's just so much you can do with it. But some people don't have access to the coconuts or it's kind of a pain to crack them open. So you, you can choose water. Okay, we'll be back. Great. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hi, this is Revel with Alyssa, and we're back with Rockin' Radio. Radio. <laughs> I forgot the name. I was trying to think. <laughs> Celebrating your potential. And uh, a couple things I'm doing is, um, some most of you know, or some of you know, that I do have a radio show on the air, web-based. Actually, I've got a few. One is called CelebratingYourPotential.com, and there I do interviews with a lot of authors of uh, various things for... Uh, basically self-help or self-promotion, self-esteem, things like that. And um, I'm also talking, going to schools, talking about teen suicide. If you've got any connections to schools uh, or organizations who'd like to have me come out, I'd love to go and do that. Uh, I've got a book out called Smoothies and Smoothies for Life. And um, I'm going into upscale residential places and talking to them because I, I think they have more freedom as to what they can actually eat. And so I want to get them off of the poison in a can that is being doctor-recommended. And um, a good way to do that is to start giving them smoothies and, and so they can live out their lives in a more functional manner, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my book, Celebrating Your Potential, is going strong. It's a great self-help book, Re- or Celebrating Your Potential. Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days. Uh, self-empowering playbook. I'm also going to make one for teenagers. And uh, um, in July, I've got a um, a teleclass starting up. And there's only a few spaces in there because it's very interactive and it's lots of fun. So before we took a break, we were talking about... Well, we were talking about purification, but you had mentioned uh, putting coconut water in your smoothie. Mm-hmm. which I think is a great idea because of all the electrolytes and all the good things. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a pain in the tush to do the thing with the... Well, how, do you, how do you get the... Um, do you I just like take the mother. top off and then... And then yeah, just... you know, some people, I know, it's a big thing about opening the coconuts. And now there's even stuff on YouTube, how to open coconuts. It's so funny to me because everyone has their way. And you just got to find a way. Even on my DVD, Living on Live Food, the DVD... At the beginning, I show you how to open one, but there's a million ways. You just have to find the way that works best for you. But I just take the, um, the I don't even know how to explain it, the inside edge of the knife, yeah. uh, like right under the handle, the right. sharp point, and I just hit the coconut into like a triangle mm-hmm. on top. I just smash it really hard, and then I lift up the top. Some people go around, they crack all the, like they make a circle, and they peel the white off, and 
uh, you know, I just think it's easier to make three hard cracks and lift it right up, and it, it usually cracks open pretty easy. Okay, how do you get the uh, the meat out after? What oh, then do? I pour the juice out, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, it, I don't know if you've ever heard of doing this, but it's you can take a spoon and scrape it out, mm-hmm. or you can crack open the entire coconut so it cracks in half. How do you but, do that? Huh? How do you do that? I mean, I've uh, taken you, coconuts and I have cra- I've cracked them against a wall, corner of a wall, and not broken <laughs> those darn things. Yeah, you just need a sharp knife. you got to keep banging. You just hit it really hard. I usually take them outside and I do it. I just smash it with a knife. You need a pretty sturdy knife. But I, most of the time, I, if the hole is fairly large, you take your finger, okay, and you put it in between the shell and the meat, mm-hmm. and if you can just run your finger around the, um, between the inside of the shell and the meat, and the whole thing comes off. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like that. I might even go, yeah. I might even go have to get some and see if this is true now. Yeah, <laughs> and it depends if it's, um, you know, sometimes they're really jelly-like, so if they're too jelly, it won't work, but usually it does work. Well, if, it's if you jelly, do, like, 20 of them at a time, your finger will start to hurt. So you can use a spoon. You know, there's different ways, but I think that's the easiest. Usually they come off in huge pieces like that. Oh, that works. I like that. Now yeah. I've got to go and try it because uh, Alyssa said it. <laughs> and that's how I open a durian, too. A lot of people, have you, um, you eat Honey, durian, I right? do not do durian. No, oh, you yeah, don't? You know, <laughs> no. Oh, how do you not like those, Rebel? Oh, have? how do you like them is the question. Oh, oh my God. They just had a really good one. Oh, ick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so most people cut them open, but it's because they're so prickly. And stinky. <laughs> but if you find a seam on it, you, there's actually a seam. Why you would you look for a seam on something that stinky? I'm wondering who was the pers- first person who ever opened one of those because of the stink. And I was like, I'll just smell stinky. I think I'll open it. <laughs> oh, they're so good. It's funny. You don't even smell If you like them, you don't even smell it anymore. Yeah, but the neighbors <laughs> will. <laughs> what, but there's a seam that you house? can actually stick your finger in and run your finger down the seam and it just comes right apart uh-huh. so most people have to you know try to cut them open with a knife and dig into them but oh yeah you don't know what you're missing they're really good for parasites too people don't know that well i'm glad parasites like them <laughs> <laughs> parasites can go ahead and enjoy them <laughs> well we're talking about cleansing and detoxing really really good for parasites where, where do you uh, find durian in maine um, any Chinese market, there's um, a couple towns over. There's a place, mostly you know Chinese uh, Chinese markets. There's a place in Boston, Chinatown, where you can get them. Oh, I've I've been to the Chinese markets around here and haven't been able to find not the real things. I mean, I guess they're they're frozen, but I haven't. Yeah, they're always frozen. Once in a while, you'll get them fresh, but the fresh ones are like forty or fifty dollars, so they're really Whoa. expensive. Yeah. yeah, and they have a different taste too. Most of the time, you get them frozen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were talking about purification, and uh, I, I suggested to Lisa we um, talk about things about what we can do for something like what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And one of the things my teacher brought up on Monday, which I w- I've been considering, is see the first thing you do is when you tell somebody what you're going through, they have all these remedies. Yeah. One of them, of course, is oh, did you go see your doctor? <laughs> well, I don't have a doctor. I don't go to doctors. I haven't been to a doctor since 1980. So, no, mm-hmm. I did not go to my doctor. Yeah. Um, I got I to tell you a story. The last one I went to, and 
Actually, it's, I went since 1980 because I was going to get married and I wanted to make sure everything was working and all that mm. stuff. No, I no, you know what I had? I had an infected toe. Oh. And my teacher. Make sure everything was working. Yeah, <laughs> I did go and check that out. <laughs> but my teacher, my teacher suggested I go and find out what the heck was wrong with my toe. I mean, it was obvious it was in, infected. And so at that time, I was riding a motorcycle. It was in the middle of Southern California winter. Mm. So I'm dressed to the gills, you know. I've got the mm-hmm. sweatshirt under the, the under the leather jacket. I've got the uh, thermals under my Levi's. I'm carrying my helmet, and this little neophyte tells me, she goes, "Would you stand on the scale?" And I just looked at her and said, "Why?" <laughs> and she says, "Well, I want to see how much you weigh." I said, "You want to see how much my clothes weigh?" I said, "Are you kidding me?" I said, "No, look, I just came in for an infected toe. I just want to see what what the deal is with this." Mm. And she said, okay, and then she wanted to take my blood pressure, and I said, no, I, I just really, I'm not taking all these clothes off and taking my shoe off. I want to look at her look at the toe. And so she looked mm-hmm. at my toe, and she goes, uh, it's infected. <laughs> and I said, and um, you're going to charge me how much for this enlightened um, mm-hmm. thing? And she says, $50. I said, oh. I said, darn. I said, you know what? I said, I, I figured this one out all by myself, and I didn't have to pay $50. And I said, so what is your suggestion? She says, well, antibiotics. And I said, oh, I don't know about that. And I said, well, give me the script. And so anyway, uh, no, I don't I don't go to doctors for sniffly noses. I, I don't go to doctors for hardly anything. I even broke fingers and toes, and I didn't go to the doctor, mm-hmm. laid my motorcycle down, ripped my uh, all the connective tissue in my uh, sternum, did not go to doctor. If I had something ripped out or mm-hmm. a broken arm, yeah, I would go to a doctor, but I'm not right. a doctor person. Yeah. And I think part of that was because my family couldn't afford. We didn't have all that insurance and stuff, and mm-hmm. so my family couldn't afford it. So I, I found out my body heals itself for the most part. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to say, take me to a doctor. I mean, you would have to really, um, I'd really have to be in like some severe, 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 severe pain or something like that. I mean, I have Yeah, like, I agree. I mean, I haven't been, I don't even remember the last time I was at a doctor. I think doctors are good. I, I mean, if you get hit by a car or, you know, like you said, if you break an arm, I mean, it's great. But I just think that, or for diagnosing something, that's oh, no. great. No, but, no, huh? no. What do you mean, no? No. I have been misdiagnosed twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if you don't know what's wrong with you. Well, and, the, the thing is, what they do is they guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take no, a bunch I agree, of symptoms. I'm saying, like, if you don't know, and then you want to heal yourself naturally, because I think that there's so the natural treatments work so much better oh, yeah. than anything that a doctor is going to give you. I mean, antibiotics, they'll, you know, most people don't know that they they might clear up whatever you have, but they're going to cause so many more problems. Mm-hmm. And natural remedies aren't going to do that. That's right. Excuse me, I'm drinking. And your body is self-healing, and that's what you know. People will say to me, "Well, will raw food cure this?" And I always say to people, "It's really not the raw food that's curing you. It's the absence of the other stuff that you're putting into the body, your body, all the processed, refined foods that you're taking out. You're allowing your body to become pure and cleanse and heal, and that allows your body to be self-healing." Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. It's, that's a good point. The stuff you are not putting in your body, poisoning it. Right. You're poisoning yourself, folks. Right, because a lot of people will say to me, well, what do I eat for this? I mean, if, what do I, what it, can I eat a tomato and it will heal this? It's not the raw food that 
is specifically, it's not specifically what, you know, you're going to eat a grape and it's going to create this. It's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really what you're, you're eating the, the most, the cleanest food so that your body is allowed to heal. And when you allow your body to heal and clean out and repair, that's when it can do, that's when it can be self-healing like it was meant to be. But when you're polluting your body and throwing all these chemicals and additives and preservatives and all this junk into your body and tearing your body down, your body can't heal anymore. It's too polluted. Okay, when we come back, let's talk about the allopathic way as opposed to natural way. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hi, this is Alyssa, and you can find my book, Living on Live Food, at AlyssaCohen.com. You can also find the companion DVD, Living on Live Food, at AlyssaCohen.com, along with all kinds of raw food products and appliances and supplements and all kinds of goodies. I also have a Raw Food Talk recipe book coming out, and uh, for those of you who have not been on the RawFoodTalk.com, it's a great forum site where you can go and get support and find recipes and get information about the raw food diet. There's over 12,000 people on there. And if you're not registered, you can just go in. It takes about two minutes to register, and you can send us your favorite original recipes, and we'll put them in the book along with your username and a little blurb about you. So we're kind of wrapping that up. So there's only another week or two to get that in, and then we're going to start testing all the recipes. So I'm really excited about that. And we also have four people for the 30-day Living Raw program that's happening in July in Kittery, Maine, at my bed and breakfast. And there's only two spots left. And we have another one in August, which uh, there's actually, I think, three spaces left. So if any of you are interested in that, you can contact us at Alyssa at AlyssaCohen.com. So there's 12,000 people on the, on the site? 12,000. Yeah, that's not counting all the all the ones who have others in their heads, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and obviously they're not all active. I mean, some are older. Some, you know, some people drop out and then they come back. But there's 12,000 registered people, so it's pretty yeah. cool. I wish some of these people would register some of those in their heads. They're very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of characters on there. But there's a lot of good information, too. And I'll see people post. Um, serious questions um, about illness or disease or they're, they're stuck and they really need some, some good information and there's a real a lot of knowledgeable people out there so oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who post a lot you know every day or a couple times a week on there so if you have any questions that you need answered about raw food and 
or anything. I mean, there's all different there's all different little forums on there that go into all kinds of other stuff, raising kids, raw pregnancy, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, yeah. radio shows there too. Yeah, yeah. Ever lose it or just go to rockandradio.com. Um, what she's saying is don't bother emailing her, her because she doesn't have the time to answer your questions, okay? <laughs> but you can. Well, <laughs> we talked about this on the other show. I think we, I think last week we talked about yes, this, how did. people will write the office and say, okay, how do I get started on a raw food diet? And the first thing is to get my book, Living on Live Food, because it's packed with information. It's 600 pages, there's 300 recipes, and you have the DVD. So if you have a question you can't get answered or you need information about products or one of the programs, something like that, definitely feel free to email the office. But I've set up that the site is free, rawfoodtalk.com. And I did that because I felt bad that people weren't getting their questions answered and they needed a place to go and chat with other raw food people. They were confused about some, you know, they'd do raw for a while and then they'd um, have questions come up. They'd be confused about certain things. And you can go on there and ask all kinds of questions and get tons of information. So, So definitely check that out first. And the other thing is, if you want us to discuss something on the air, mm, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to take a minute here and walk into the other room and cough my lungs out. I'll be back, but you can always go to Spill Your Beans at, uh, da, 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 at com. I'll be back. Go ahead and talk, Alyssa. <laughs> this is like my daily routine, Hot Rebel. I feel like I'm actually in my house, like everyday thing, I you know, just talking to myself. Um, you can go to rockin. Fill your beans at Rock and Radio, and just ask us any questions that you want answered. Uh, anything that's on your mind, we're definitely willing to to talk about on air. Um, and again, you know, if you have never been to RawFoodTalk.com, it's just a huge resource. So I really suggest that I I really want to help people stay raw and continue on this raw lifestyle. And again, that's why it's it's. It's there. It's free. You can go on. It takes two minutes to register. But it's kind of cool that Revel and I are doing the show now because um, it's different when you hear somebody talking about it live, you know, some questions that you've always wanted answered or if there's a problem you're going through. So feel free to, to email us um, with any questions or concerns at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. And we'll remember, to fit that in there. Remember, when you go to rock, uh, rawfoodtalk.com, up at the top, there's a banana, and the banana is a search engine. So, unless you want me to come on there and say, you know, this is the number one question asked on this board, and here you will find the answers. Search. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people come on the last, a lot of basic questions. They've never gone raw before, and they're asking, is this raw? Can I eat tofu? You know, the basic questions. And like Revel said, there's a banana in the right-hand corner. So um, it's a search button, and you can search all kinds of. If you have a question about grapes or kiwis or you know, and, whatever and there's still is. Google. Yeah, <laughs> Revel. That's why Revel's not a moderator. <laughs> I'd have two people on the site. <laughs> you don't know how many how many uh, my posts she has deleted. <laughs> I think we almost banned you once, didn't we? <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, she's written me a couple letters saying, Rebel. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we wanted to talk about allopathic versus natural for a bit here. Yeah. Um, what people tend to do, this is what I see a tendency of people to do, is they use natural healing in an allopathic manner. What do you mean? What, what I mean by that is... 
Well, Alyssa and I and anybody who's doing raw food as teachers are trying to do is get people to use preventive methods. Oh, right. And eating raw is a preventive method, Mm -hmm. and it's also a healing method. Mm -hmm. You will naturally heal yourself of many things, or your body will naturally heal itself of many things. We're not saying that this is a cure or anything else, but people have healed themselves by changing their food program. Oh, yeah. I mean, I work with people, you know, I don't work one-on-one with people at the moment because I'm pretty busy, but i worked with people for years. Thousands of people have healed themselves who raw food has helped them heal themselves of every kind of disease you can imagine. Right. And basically, this happens just because you're eating raw foods. Mm -hmm. Lots of raw fruits. We're talking fruits, vegetables, seeds, nuts. Um, Maybe sprouted grains if you want to go for that. But what I'm saying here is don't use this as you would allopathic. Don't wait till you get sick and then say, well, uh, what specific foods can I use to heal myself? Right, right. And I have that all the time. If I eat a tomato, will this heal this? If I eat a cherry, will this heal this? Right. Because it's not, obviously medicine works, Rebel. You and I both know that. It works because it completely, it goes in and (laughs) it's extremely strong. I don't say it, it works, no. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree it works at all. Well, I'm saying it works for specific, not all the time. No. I'm saying it goes into your body, and it usually kills whatever's there. Or it, you know, it works very quickly because it's so powerful. Oh. But what happens, I think, is that it goes and kills other things in your body, like, like um, antibiotics kill the good bacteria in your body as well as the bad bacteria. And it destroys other parts of your body and starts ripping other parts of your body down. Right. Instead of taking herbs and uh, food and, you know, natural remedies that help build your body. So it's going to take a little longer at times. There's certain things that work right away. But it's, I always tell people you can't compare the medical model no. to raw food. Mm-mm. You can't do it in the same way. You can't just take a pill and an hour later you're going to be healed or you're not going to have a headache or whatever it is. No. And... and uh I agree in some aspect what you say about medicine, but medicine has never cured anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And, and people will argue with me about that. It's, well, what about polio, um, the the um, whatever, the vaccine cured mm. polio? No, polio is coming back. Hello. And it's coming back stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the TB vaccine never killed TB, TB. It slows things down. It numbs things out, but it does not cure anything. TB has come back even stronger. Yeah, I mean, what medicine does is suppresses yeah. whatever is going on, so you still have it in your body. Like when you take cold medication, it just suppresses that. That's exactly. why people will just keep continue to get sicker and sicker and sicker, and they'll continue to get cold. You never allow yourself to clean it out. Like if you were taking raw food or herbal medication or whatever, you know, naturopathic stuff, it would just allow your system to clean out. All right, so if you were going through what I'm going through, what would you do, Alyssa? Oh, I would uh, fast, you know, most juice fast or water fast, whatever I felt like, and um, get a lot of rest and sunshine and just exercise, like walking or yoga, or stretching, that kind of thing. Like you said, you don't want to just be laying in bed the whole time because your lymphatic system needs to move and clean out. But um, I do a lot of meditation and, and fasting, allow your body to just heal and clean out. Oh, well, my body's not sick. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, for me, it's like my body is not sick. I don't consider this being sick or being ill. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, that, that's it's interesting because if you look at the medical model, this just came up for me while I was saying that, mm-hmm. is that people, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm just got phlegm. <laughs> uh, the medical model is that when you're going through something like this, you're sick. When you're pregnant, pregnant women are sick, according to the medical model. And I think this is the doctor's thing about being in charge and being in control. Mm. And I don't agree with it. Yeah. And so I'm going to take my sick voice out of here. And um, (laughs) we thank you for listening. And this is Revel saying... Always revel in life, and remember to always play with your food. And this is Alyssa saying that you don't have to change your life to eat raw food, but raw food will change your life. And uh, bye for now. Bye for now.